You know, part of my daily routine as a speaker and author and leader in my Women on the Grow ministry, as a wife, a mother, a grandmother, a sister to so many, every day I'm receiving phone calls or text messages of women that are suffering in silence. Uh, through my counseling sessions, I encounter so many stories of women that are trying to cope with breast cancer or lung cancer or the grief of losing a loved one. They're exhausted from taking care of their husbands or their children with special needs or their parents. Uh, there are women that are finding themselves in conflict with their families and family members are not speaking, you know, parent and child and siblings. You've got family members that are dealing with a murder right in their own family. And I get these distress calls where women are feeling so overwhelmed and, you know, they're realizing that they are codependent with their children, their adult children, and they're trying to figure out how to move forward and detach and launch their adult children. And what I want those that are watching now to realize, and something I had to realize too, is that we can have Christ and counseling. You can have church and counseling. There are resources available for you so that you can learn how to navigate these these traumatic situations, these stressful situations where you're feeling overwhelmed or you're feeling alone. And I just want to encourage others that come into my space, how to get out of the bed, how to get out of the pain, how to get out of the victimization, how to get out of the abuse, how to get out and grow out of a sense of low self-esteem. I, I get calls from women, and some of these calls are not even related to the pandemic. It's just women that need support, a listening ear, uh, some guideposts as they're going through betrayal or divorce or financial stress. And what I find is that so many women are wearing masks. Yeah. We learn how to wear masks and we become great pretenders, especially when it comes to social media. Everybody wants to put on a very controlled image of their life and the things that are happening in their life. And it makes some people feel like, well, you know, what's going on? How come I don't have this wonderful marriage, these wonderful children? How come I'm not losing weight? And so what I want you to understand is that you are not alone. You are not unique. Suffering is universal. It happens for everyone. There's a scripture that says it rains on everybody's roof. But the thing is, we don't want to stay stuck there. You don't want to stay stuck in your trauma. And as the self-esteem doctor, I'm helping others to realize through my one-on-one -on -one sessions with them that you can have church and counseling. You can have Christ and counseling. It takes away nothing from your walk of faith. In fact, it just adds to your toolbox that you're given a stronger foundation to stand and to endure uh, those storms, those wilderness moments, those valley moments. I focus a lot on emotional wellness. And one thing I truly believe is that we should not be told to shut down our feelings or just be given these flippant cliches like, oh, just let go and let God. Oh, it's only temporary. Oh, get over it. Oh, you're blessed. Look at everybody else. Look what you're going through. And I think so often we throw these quick shortcut answers to people and we dismiss what they're feeling. Listen, your pain, your grief, your suffering, your setback, your heartache is real. And what I teach ladies in my classes every Sunday in my university is to learn how to navigate those emotions, 
to learn how expensive emotions can be when we don't know how to regulate them. But most of all, to own it. Don't don't dismiss it. Don't shut it down. Don't pretend. We've lived as silent sufferers and martyrs too long. And we need to learn how to deal with our emotions of grief and depression and loss of joy and loss of hope and loss of faith and anger. Oh yeah, we have to know how to deal with our anger, our resentments and our disappointments. We talk about all of these things every Sunday in my university, which is my virtual Zoom session every Sunday, three o'clock Pacific time, six o'clock Eastern time. And you know, a lot of the calls that I get, the appointments that I get is not because the caller or the client is dealing with a situation where they feel helpless and powerless over their situation. Sometimes they just feel powerless and hopeless in dealing with a family member or a friend that they know was going through something. And they want to know, what do I do? What do I say? And these are the type of topics that we talk about. We want to end the silent suffering. We want to end the stigma of having counseling and therapy and support. In fact, the word therapy just means to heal. And if there's someone that you know, or even you want to have a breakthrough and you want a healing in your mind, why don't you reach out to me? Because as the self-esteem doctor, I do what I call heart surgery. I get into that heart. And you know, surgery is not always pain-free. Sometimes we have to discuss things that really hurt. And in order to deal with it and to heal it, we have to do some truth telling. We have to look at it right on and deal with it. My intention when I do one-on-one sessions or during my university sessions is to help others to transcend their pain and trauma rather than transferring it to other people. You know, when you see somebody that's agitating, mean-spirited, toxic, they're, they're just in a lot of pain. They haven't learned how to deal with it. And so they cover up their pain. They cover up their sadness uh, with this mask of meanness or acting like nothing's wrong. Oh, everything's good. I'm good. I'm blessed. And they're not dealing with the reality of the situation. We don't want to just focus on the reality. We want to focus on what are some solutions? What are remedies? What are strategies? What are things that you could do? What can you actually activate? How can you activate your faith? How can you activate your sense of worthiness? How can you activate your courage to make that call, to say what you need to say, to do what you need to do, to create those boundaries? I believe that having self-esteem is the new pretty. That when you develop self-care, that is the new pretty. When you're able to take care of yourself, That is the new pretty. When you're able to develop self-preservation and begin to take better care of yourself emotionally, mentally, physically, financially, socially, in your relationships, in your spirituality, we have to know how to take care of those components of our lives. Some people only focus on the money. Some people only focus on relationships. Some people only focus on their health. Some people only focus on their family or their marriage or their job. But I have an approach, a holistic approach, where I deal with all of the different dimensions of who you are so that you can heal. Yeah, you can have church and counseling. You can have Christ and counseling. Don't allow the stigma from society to make you think that there's only one way to heal, that there's only one way to deal. I really encourage you to think about what I'm sharing today. 
You may want to share it with somebody that you know that's going through. Or you may say to yourself, you know, I think it's time to call Jewel Diamond Taylor. I think it's time to make an appointment. I think it's time to get registered with her university. Well, please do so and make sure you check out all the information that's with this video on how you can reach out to me. My email is jewelmotivates at gmail.com. And I have three different websites. They'll be listed. And I look forward to hearing from you. I look forward to interacting with you. I look forward to being of support to you. I look forward to being a resource to you. God bless you and stay in the light.